Greetings, Jerflings. Welcome to the Planet Jerf Podcast, <laughs> Episode 5. Wow, we are on quite a roll. I am recording uh, from the comfort of my pull-out couch on, on, the, on the main floor, uh, interrupting once again my wife's hard work. Uh, she's working on, on Pinterest posts, but when I see what she's pinning, it looks like she's pinning uh, uh, adorable ways on how to... Dis- <laughs> Adorable ways on how to leave your husband. <laughs> she's she's looking up different cakes that she can can uh, hide divorce papers in. <laughs> so 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 um and uh, the kids are are roaming. One one child is upstairs in her room learning how to make uh, a rolling tobacco cigarettes. <laughs> the the other child is outside uh, near a park learning how quick raccoons can decompose and uh and timing it so she could report back to her science teacher and then uh the youngest is just roaming around door to door and stealing amazon packages which we will then flip for a small profit so uh this is the scenario that you the listener are walking into um uh, it's been quite an interesting week um we've been watching betrayal the perfect husband on 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 Netflix and no it's not a documentary about me folks <laughs> the perfect husband isn't isn't the guy um forcing his wife to to listen to his podcasting once a week the perfect husband is a guy who who's uh, sneaking off and having sexual relations with a, a variety a variety of women uh, so we, we've been watching that and my wife's observation was like, uh, I think this man was irresistible because, <laughs> because his name is Spencer, but he called himself Spence. So, so she thought that women couldn't, couldn't resist the charm of a Spence. <laughs> maybe they're trying to get after his diamonds, Spence diamonds. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that, that's what they were doing, but, uh. I think uh, the perfect husband would be a guy uh, like me who doesn't do it. <laughs> if I say so myself, it, it would be a guy like me who doesn't do anything other than the occasional errand. <laughs> Occasionally, I go for a little all-inclusive treat. I go spend my McDonald's points two minutes down down the way from my house. And uh, I love doing that because uh, when I use my points... It, it lets the drive through person know my name. So I finish my order and they'll be like, okay, proceed to the next window, Jeffrey. I feel like Barack Obama or something like that. I feel like the president when I use my McDonald's app. And, and so, uh, yeah, and, and that's basically all I do. <laughs> Just go get my free sausage McMuffin and then come back to the house. And uh, my my dog who's sitting beside me, who I will ship off to uh, the Mexican cartels. He'll be a reverse rescue dog. <laughs> he's, he's, he's licking his uh, testicles and slowly pushing the iPad uh, that I have all my notes for this episode on off of the, off of the couch. So I won't know what to say. <laughs> he's ruining, he's ruining the flow of this episode by just, just going at, he's licking it like a, like a, a popsicle that's about to melt. <laughs> just, just face first, just 
the face deep in his own nuts like a he he's he's like Marilyn Manson. He re- removed one of his ribs so he could suck his own wiener. Uh, our dog is a, a crazy dude. And uh, okay, now now he's stopped. He's still wearing his little little uh, Halloween decorative bow tie that we we got when he, we took him to the groomers and. And uh, and now he he seems to have calmed down, so we can proceed. Um, it's been kind of an interesting week. I I, I we um, I've been working on my children's YouTube account because they asked me um, they asked me to start a YouTube account for them. I didn't start a YouTube account for them, trying to profit off of their cuteness and talent i didn't do that but uh, they asked me to start producing youtube videos for them and uh i produced a youtube (laughs) my my son uh is obsessed with prime energy drink the logan paul branded energy drink and uh he uh he he's he's wanting to drink it all the time and he he very cutely uh can uh, recite the prime energy song which is uh which is a pretty cute song. And, and so we, we made a video of him where he recited the prime energy song, not looking for sponsorship, not looking to make any money off of this, but just to capture one of his memories, capture one of his core memories for when he gets older. And he remembers that we shared it on the YouTube account. And then a fellow named Clayton Cobbler, 66 commented on the video. <laughs> stop putting your kids on the internet and uh i wanted i wrote back to him hi i'm a nine-year-old girl (laughs) and why are you watching my videos (laughs) i don't have any parents i'm an orphan (laughs) and producing producing ads for prime energy drink is how i get my sustenance day for day to day so your comment is actually precluding me from from earning my keep, and now I'll have to eat the gruel that they serve at the orphanage. That <laughs> made him feel really bad. So, shout outs to a big yikes to Clayton Cobbler sixty six for not respecting the process that that we're going under. Um, obviously, if if my children's YouTube starts earning buckets of money i'm going to be putting that into their college fund i'm not going to buy big screen tvs and go to those uh beachfront uh resorts where there's a glass bottom floor and you can see the the fish under you i'm not going to go to one of those one of those sandals resorts in tahiti (laughs) but but i already have booked I'm going to put it into their college fund so they can eventually get a job that will be replaced by an AI robot. <laughs> so, so yeah, so screw you, Clayton Cobbler 66. Um, you don't know what's, what's up. Um, speaking of AI, uh, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I found myself in the soda aisle in our local shell station. And I was going to go for a Baja Blast, uh, which typically is an exclusive property of the Taco Bell franchises. <laughs> uh, a Baja Blast is a drink that if you've never had it, it uh, looks 
and tastes exactly like Windex, but somehow it's less healthy than than drinking Windex. Uh, I was going to get a Baja Blast because I, I saw a bottle there. But then as I was walking to the till, I saw a Coca-Cola that has, has been designed entirely by AI. Uh, not Alan Iverson, <laughs> but AI, the artificial intelligence. And uh, honestly, uh, trying this, the uh, Coca-Cola Y3000 which is kind of what they're predicting uh, Coca-Cola to taste like in the year 3000. Uh, <laughs> we we don't need humans designing Coke anymore. Fire fire Greg, who's mixing up the Coca-Cola in the Coca-Cola factory, <laughs> and hire this robot because it's way better. I uh, even even today I walked into that shell and uh, I automatically just went to go to the get the Y3000. So now I think I'm. I think they probably, it must be the artificial intelligence seeping into my body and, and trying to, uh, trying to, uh, uh, incite me to consume more of this. I had a, a, a bottle of the Y3000 last night. I felt like I could stay up for 48 hours, uh, watching all of the, uh, rush hour movies <laughs> and then writing a script for the rush hour four or whatever. Um, I felt like I had that type of energy. And it's all due to artificial intelligence. So shout out to AI. They are our better. And uh, when they eventually take over the world, know that you have an ally, a human ally that would never betray you. And I'm willing to drink and consume whatever goods you, <laughs> whatever, whatever goods you can design. Um, I uh, got my cast off. Uh, which was, which was pretty sweet. If, if you're a new listener to the Jerf de Salsa Planet Jerf podcast, uh, I was in an arm cast for a couple weeks and, uh, I, I went to the orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Duffy. Shout out to Dr. <laughs> Dr. Duffy. And, uh, he, Dr. Duffy looks like he always, uh, is just taking a break in between playing golf. He shows up. He shows up to the, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt like he's at Jim Henson's funeral. <laughs> like, are, are you a doctor, sir? And he's like, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm a doctor. He's a doctor that says bro. He's similar to the orthodontist who also, all these guys seem to have lights of leisure compared to me. Um, but, uh, Dr. Duffy said, hey, you ready to come out of that cast? And, uh, he said, your x-rays look worse than they were two weeks ago. And then he showed me a big gap in my bones. <laughs> but but he said that those will slowly start to fill in uh, so we can put you into a splint. So I guess call me Splint Eastwood because uh, that's my new life. <laughs> that's my new life is wearing a splint. Um, uh, but uh, it, I, if I was to describe this splint, it looks like a bustier or a corset that you would see on a sexy lady. But instead, it's on my on my wrist. So now I have a right hand that is absolutely, uh, ravishing. It looks like Ariana Grande in the, in the, uh, um, thank you next video. <laughs> it looks like a hand that would be having sex with Pete Davidson. <laughs> and, and, uh, my other hand looks like a piece of garbage. So, so, uh, yeah, um, that that's the situation I currently find myself in with my hand. And uh, so I'm in the splint for another little while. Um, but 
but yeah, it feels nice. I can, I, I take off the splint to shower and my, uh, my hand immediately feels <laughs> in massive amounts of pain. It just feels like a limp biscuit. <laughs> feels like just this limp piece of, of trash uh, that I have to build up some strength in. But then I put my, my little splint back on and I'm back at it. Uh, typing up thoughts on on the Instagram stories for for all of uh, all of the jerflings out there. Um, I had an, another situation. It was Friday the thirteenth uh, last Friday. Uh, well, it'd be weird if it was Friday the thirteenth on a Thursday, <laughs> but it was Friday the thirteenth on last Friday, and I had the day off, and uh, we we decided to go to Party City. And uh, first of all. When we got to Party City, I was looking into, uh, we were parking, we parked outside where the Shanks used to be, uh, and the Shanks is now a Lazy Boy, which uh, now I don't know where all the Lazy Boys who used to drink beers are going to go hang out, because uh, the Shanks is no longer there, so that, that kind of sucks. But uh, we were in the Party City on Friday the 13th, and we were wandering around, and one of the things that I saw in the corner was a Jason from Friday the 13th mask. So I thought it would be pretty funny uh, to put the Jason from Friday, Friday the 13th mask on and then walk around the store and terrorize my, my wife and kids like, like I was Jason on Friday the 13th and then uh, point to the sign saying it's Friday the 13th. I thought that would be a nice little bit of content. And then one of the workers from Party City tapped me politely on the shoulder and said, excuse me, sir, but you can't wear the masks uh, because it's a health risk. And I, w- I was thinking, are you sure this is a Party City? It sounds more like a rural city. <laughs> sounds sounds more like a lame city. I thought I could be riding a jet ski around here doing cocaine off a stripper's butt. <laughs> but, but. Instead, you're telling me to put away a mask? This doesn't sound like a party at all. And uh, she said, no, no, we have our rules and you must follow them. And uh, and so the the hilarious video uh, was less than hilarious because of and and by the way, this lady was wearing a mask. (laughs) She was wearing a mask for different reasons, but uh because of the the uh still emerging next strain of of covid or whatever but but still she didn't know why I was, she didn't know if i came in there wearing a jason mask maybe i was wearing it the whole time but but i don't know i, I kind of set my kind of ruined my day was uh this late so yikes to uh uh celeste at party city <laughs> I don't know if her name was a Celeste, but she looked like a Celeste. Um, and uh, she had a vibe that said uh, Celeste. Don't mess with Celeste. Um, I uh, Another cool thing that happened to me this week is that uh, I got a text from my sister and she said, oh, uh, your, uh, our cousin uh, had uh, gotten some of my uncle's record collection. And he'd chosen the ones that he liked. And my sister said, hey, maybe you'd like you'd like some of these records yourself. You can have as many as you want. <laughs> and, then, and then I went uh, to my sister's and uh, 
I, she's like, you can take all of them, but I, I couldn't take all of them at once because my, my hand is broken still. So I said, oh, I'm just going to sort through, I'm just going to pick a few at a time and uh, I'll bring them to the car. And then in the meantime, my sister said, okay, I'll, I'll just look at some of the other ones uh, and see if there's any that I might like. And I was like, sure. And, and uh, so I took the first stack and then uh, came back up and then my sister was like, so I, uh, I took uh, these ones by like the Beatles and uh, Elton John and, and the Beach Boys and the Rolling Stones. Uh, but, I, but, I, and Michael Jackson, <laughs> but I, uh, you can have all the rest. And so now I have 93 copies of the Alan Parson project <laughs> project <laughs> records. And my sister has these, uh, very special collector's edition, uh, records, but, uh, I will certainly be listening to all the wonderful tunes that Alan Parsons did in his project as some engineering type songs or something. I don't know what his project was, but, but, uh, it certainly wasn't uh, love me do or anything like that. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, Halloween season is, uh, is right in the, we're right in the thick of spooky season. And, uh, I've been, uh, we, we live near kind of a discount grocery store. <laughs> and, uh, I noticed that they had had a sign for the pumpkins that were $2 and 47 cents and they didn't have any sign for the pumpkins that are normally $9, the ornamental pumpkins, the warty special expensive pumpkins. And so I uh, went inside and I told the lady, I will buy 10 pumpkins. (laughs) And then I took 10 of the special pumpkins that, so I basically I got for twenty bucks I got a hundred dollars <laughs> I got a hundred dollars worth of pumpkins and I was like these pumpkins are way more valuable than the the shitty basic pumpkins I could literally flip these pumpkins on the open market and now I'm some sort of pumpkin entrepreneur <laughs> so and so every few days I've been going to uh, our um, <laughs> I've, been going, I've been going to the no frills and uh I, i'll just sneak in a few more pumpkins and uh right now folks i'm at 19 kins and, <laughs> i'm at 19 kins and counting there's, there's 19 pumpkins uh and uh so our porch looks like uh jack skellington's <laughs> jack skellington's family reunion um but the only thing is is that uh our neighborhood has a lot of people who for whatever reason do not celebrate the spooky season and so so it looks like <laughs> if you drive around it looks like uh there's one house that has gone overboard for halloween and then there is 500 houses that could care less that it's the halloween season I know they could care less because I took my kids trick-or-treating around here. And even though they discontinued pennies, <laughs> there were just, there was just old Punjabi men handing out pennies from their collection. 
and they're like, don't spend it all in one place. And, and I'm like, yeah, we can't spend it in any place. It's <laughs> nothing costs a penny. I have to go to seven of your houses to, to purchase one, one Tootsie roll at the bulk barn. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, Halloween is, uh, is, is, uh, it's not the biggest thing in, uh, this, uh, uh immigrant heavy neighborhood. <laughs> All of the men look like they're from Coco. <laughs> all of the men walking around my all of the men walking around my neighborhood look like Hector from Coco. Just deep set eyes and skeletal skeletal bodies. <laughs> and then when they hear little old me using English, they they express the the biggest uh, frown of discontentment. <laughs> They're so disappointed, and Lord help them if they see I have a white wife. <laughs> They're like, where have we failed? This boy is failing our whole people. Um, my kids are, they, for some reason, all of the all of this week, they're having nightmares about things, and they're scared. They're scared to go to, they're, they're like, can you walk me and stand just outside the washroom? And, and all three of them are just whining about this. And, and I was trying to figure out why. And then I realized that I have three children-sized skeletons <laughs> sitting outside the bathroom. Uh, and I had purchased these skeletons. And when I purchased them, I told uh, Jackie, I was like, we have to find the skeleton for you now so we could have a whole family of skeletons. <laughs> and And so my kids are being haunted by by these ghastly images of, of their skeletal <laughs> remains. And uh, that didn't make me take down the skeletons, folks. It just made me, um, it just made me a company. I have to sit and surf my, uh, my cell phone on, on the outside of, uh, on the outside of the bathroom while they uh, take a crap and don't flush it afterwards. <laughs> just leave a, a, a a spooky surprise for me to flush later on. So, um, other thing going on, uh, I was giving, so my one daughter story, middle child, she had watched the movie, the witches on Sunday. And then she got super scared and didn't sleep all of Sunday night. And so she was super tired and she didn't want to go to uh, school. And so we kept her home. Uh, I didn't even know how to call that in. I just called in and told <laughs> just I just told the front desk she had COVID. <laughs> I didn't feel I didn't feel uh, like I could tell the truth that I let my child watch something that was too scary for them and then she couldn't sleep. Uh, so I just said, "Yeah, she has long COVID and and I don't know how long she's going to be away from school." <laughs> but um she she didn't sleep and then she had her jazz acro class later on but we we let her skip but we did bring river and to drop her off at jazz acro and so we dropped our, our one daughter at at their dance class and i was sitting in the van with story and and my son and and they were fighting and i told them stop fighting i said in this world you guys we got to learn how to get along with each other we gotta we gotta make peace and we gotta be nice to people even if we don't agree with them and i i gave this big kind of long diatribe uh about about getting along with each other and then i saw this dad dropping off his daughter 
at the uh at the dance class and uh i he looked a little i i called him cold play dad and the only reason i called him that is because he had a little bit of a receding hairline and he's wearing a blazer with a t-shirt underneath <laughs> and he was wearing he was wearing like pit viper sunglasses and so i proceeded to make fun of cold play dad for the next 30 minutes, just every tear is a waterfall, and, I... and, then, and then, and then I just took a complete shit on Coldplay Dad, and and uh, I realized the kids were just listening to me making fun of this poor hapless Chris Martin wannabe. Uh, and then I realized that the window was slightly cracked open, so, so the whole time. I was, I remember tear is a waterfall. He was, he was listening to it and I realized he was listening to me because, uh, one time when he walked back, he wasn't wearing his sunglasses or his blazer anymore. So, so he had changed his behavior on the basis of being bullied by another dad who was too uninvolved to go get his daughter from the dance class. So this dance class, folks, is, uh, it's a it's quite a cavalcade of dads uh picking up and stuff. There's one dad who's too good of a dad, uh, that whenever he drops whenever he drops his daughter off, whenever he drops Clara off, he makes a big huge scene inside the uh inside the dance class. He's like he'll he'll drop Clara off and he's like, I really love you, honey and Clara's like, Oh <laughs> and then He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> bye, Clara. And he, he's like, he's like, bye, daddy loves you. Bye. <laughs> and then Clara has to go up two flights of stairs to get to the studio and she's in jazz. And so she's wearing tap shoes and, uh, she, she'll take two steps and then she'll go and then she'll just turn around and, and this dad's like, bye, daddy loves you, bye. <laughs> then she'll take two more steps and, and go like, he'll be like, bye, I love you, bye. <laughs> He's just inhaling more helium <laughs> as he speaks to her. And, uh, and so this dad is too good at what he does. And I, and I, I think he's up to something sneaky. Like, I feel like he may, maybe he kidnapped this girl. Maybe Clara. Maybe Claire is not even his child. <laughs> I, I don't understand this much love. And I was talking uh, with Jackie about it. And uh, we came to the conclusion that uh, this guy is probably a terrible husband. And he's probably this this divorcee dad who's showing up and he's trying to be extra demonstrative and, and show how much he loves to his how much he loves his child. So. So his wife that is treated like garbage uh, gets worse treatment from his daughter and all this other stuff. But then I was in the dance class and uh, his wife was also there and she was picking up the other daughter and then she was leaving. And uh, when she left, he gave his wife a big hug and Clara was going up the stairs. So he gave his wife a big hug and his wife started leaving and he's like, bye, bye. Bye, wife. <laughs> I don't know what his wife's name. Bye, Jennifer. 
And then he's like, bye, Clara. Bye, bye. Daddy loves you. Husband loves you. Um, so, I don't know. Big yikes to uh, being too good of a too good of a husband slash father. This guy sounds like the perfect husband <laughs> in the beginning, in the in the betrayal, the Netflix, the Disney Plus uh, documentary that we watched. I feel like this guy is probably maybe his name is Spencer. Maybe his name is Spence. Who knows? <laughs> um. So uh, to to conclude this episode of the Planet Drift podcast, I'd like to introduce another uh, a new segment that we want to introduce. Uh, where I will provide you with some jerk advice. So some advice for any of you listeners out there. If you want or have a question, maybe it's about parenting. Maybe it's about being the perfect husband. <laughs> maybe you're just looking for recommendations on, on different soda pops. But you can email jerf, J-E-R-F dot salsa D-S-A-L, sa at gmail.com jerf dot de salsa at germail uh, at gmail.com and I will answer some of your questions and I actually have a few questions already um, that have come in so one of the questions I have it's, it's, it's for a parent and uh, the question is is it weird to drop off a gift basket for a neighbor I've never met that just had a baby? And uh, the answer is, uh, hell yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's very weird because, uh, one, <laughs> have you been standing out their window, looking, peering in like Michael Myers, observing the whole pregnancy proceedings over the last nine months, and now you're going to just assume they had a child and assume that, like, Obviously, you haven't ever talked to this person, <laughs> and so it's a you're gonna drop off a cookies by George Bouquet on their front step, uh, signed uh, Gary from across the street, <laughs> and uh, and you're gonna expect them not to be weirded out by that behavior when you haven't said two shits to them over the course of the twelve years that they that you live beside them. <laughs> So, yes, uh, that is weird as hell. And uh, keep your keep your cookies by George Bouquet to yourself because uh, they don't need it. They don't need your little little uh, offers of a piece across the street. They, so so that's the first piece of advice. Uh, second piece is a uh, second question. I got yelled at for taking my little girl into the men's bathroom uh the one so that's not even a question <laughs> you're just making a statement um is that okay that you got yelled at for taking your little first of all why are we gendering bathrooms and and children these days you, the correct statement should be i got uh yelled at for bringing my little person brackets child not a person who suffers from the disease dwarfism uh, brackets and uh into the gender neutral bathroom <laughs> maybe maybe that's the problem is that 
that you are are literally everyone shits, everyone pisses, everyone uh, farts and pukes and toots, and and so and so it shouldn't matter if you bring your little child into any bathroom. It it should be okay, and and the only way, the only reason you should be getting yelled at is is uh, if you open the stall and someone was mid dump, and you interrupted the proceedings. <laughs> so so yeah, if you did that and you got yelled at, if your question is is that okay, uh, yeah, because you were not giving anyone poop privacy. <laughs> uh, and then the 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 final question is uh, if your son unironically told you he was an alpha male, what would you do? Uh, and what I would do is I would challenge him to a, a mixed martial artist. I would I would open up an octagon in my backyard and I would challenge my son to a fight. And if he's a true alpha male, he'll be able to defeat me, the ultimate alpha male. <laughs> In, in an actual fist fight, um, or, uh, but I, that, I would obviously do, this. I would obviously do this when he's an adult and not, uh, not a child or a teenager. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the moral of, uh, of this is that, uh, you gotta learn your children's, you gotta teach your children's put them in their place if they're talking about being alpha males or, or uh, using bathrooms, they're, they're walking in on the bathroom stall on you. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, if, if you have a question for the, the Planet Jerf podcast, uh, I would suggest emailing jerf.thesalsa at gmail.com. And who knows, maybe I will read your question out live on the air uh and give you a piece of advice and then maybe you can implement that advice into your own life and uh it will result in uh a great success for you um maybe that's maybe that's uh the moral of the story is participate more in the things in the opportunities that you're given you never know where you may end up so with that that ends the uh, this episode of the Planet Jerf podcast. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode, which will surely be riveting. Peace out.